This episode is brought to you by United Airlines. What's new with United? New and redesigned planes with things like larger overhead bins with room for everyone's roller bag, power outlets at every seat, screens at every seat, and the ability to connect your Bluetooth headphones to those screens. Plan your trip today at united.com or on their award-winning app. This amount is an estimated average of current aircraft delivery schedules. Final delivery schedule subject to change. Hey guys, so I wanted to pop in before the episode and just mention that if you go to Copina Co.'s website right now and you type in the code Skincare Anarchy, you will get 20% off your first order of products. It's a phenomenal line. I am very picky about who I choose um, in terms of coming onto the show that is a brand that's based on like ingestible ingredients and, you know, um, ingestible options for skin health and overall health and well-being. So this is a very uh, special interview for me because I've really, you know, I stand behind her line. I really stand behind these products. I've been using especially the vanilla flavor is one of my favorites. It goes so beautifully in uh, coffee and lattes and it's just, it's wonderful. So I really urge you guys check it out. It's, it's a great thing for gifting for the holidays. Um, you know, the formulas are really great. Very easy to mix into pretty much anything. So yeah, check it out. Um, Again, Skincare Anarchy, all one word, at checkout for 20% off. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is Ekta, and I am so excited about today because I have a wonderful guest, and her line is a little different than what I usually um, kind of introduce you to you guys. It's more about um, keeping ourselves healthy from within. So, without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the founder for Copina Co., which is Carolyn Yashannon. Welcome to the show, Carolyn. I'm so excited you're here. Hi, Ekta. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and really excited to chat. Yeah, no, likewise. I am very, very excited. And I know it's been a long time uh, in the making, us sitting down and having a conversation. So I want to get started because I I really love that um, your approach to beauty is so like from within and, you know, just keeping ourselves healthy and like all these great things. I I want you to get started with your background and how you got into the um, whole entrepreneurship, um, you know, line of things. And yeah, if you can get us started that way. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, how far back do we want to go? I guess oh, let's go pretty... as far back as we can. <laughs> okay. Well, I've had an interest. Well, I'll tell you about my interest in skincare and in health and wellness first. And, and I, that does intertwine with my interest in business quite a bit, but I got interested in skincare um, very much from an early age. I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, out in California, and uh, I, you know, I've always loved natural remedies for things, but very much wasn't exposed to that on the skincare end from a younger age. So I actually started to get um, very severe acne when I was in middle school. And Mm. this continued basically from the time I was about 11 years old until I turned about 25, but essentially started um, becoming more interested in skincare and um, beauty when 
I was the first person in my class to get acne. Um, and I started on fairly severe uh, medication. Oh, pardon me. I'm downtown. No problem. I started on fairly severe medication for my acne really from a young age. Um, I hope these aren't prescribed as commonly as now as they were back then, but I was on oral antibiotics for years as a teen. Uh, and, uh, I was on Accutane twice by the time I left college, which is absolutely not so crazy. Um, and I did basically every over the counter acne medication imaginable, but that was all kind of from this view that your health is some output and your quote beauty is about fitting into some box and it's about getting a just X result and that the internal health, uh, aspect as you get there is not as important. And that it took me a really long time to heal that part of it. The conversation I ended up, um, I ended up healing myself through holistic, uh, holistic wellness, going to a naturopathic doctor, which absolutely changed my life. And we can get more into that. Um, but that whole journey on, uh, sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt, but I just want to clarify. So you were on Accutane and the antibiotics and they didn't do anything for your skin at different times. So at different yeah. times, so that I was not on all of those at once. Um, but yes, so I, I started getting acne at a very, very young age. And so interesting too, because when I went to go to, um, I have always had, um, gut health issues. Uh, I never realized yeah. how linked those are. And I remember, um, you know, when my, this stuff can go back so far. Like when I went to my holistic doctor, one of the first questions she asked me, for example, is, okay, were you a C-section or a vaginal birth? You know, those kind of things like thinking about your, your microbiome and how, how, uh, how healthy your gut bacteria might be and how that impacts your skin. Like I had no idea about any of that, but so yes, I started oral antibiotics as a teen, um, my first round of Accutane was when I entered college. I did a second round towards the end of college and things would help for, you know, it always felt like a game of hopscotch, you know, things yeah. would help me for maybe a year, maybe six months, maybe a year, maybe a year and a half. And it would seem fine. And then it wouldn't work on my skin anymore. I'd get these horrible breakouts and then I would just try something else. And a sort of breaking point for me hit when I turned about 25 And this is, I've since found out a very common thing, but you get, you know, surgeon hormones around that time. And my acne just completely flared up. I was having scarring, cystic, painful acne all over my face, um, primarily on my jaw and cheeks. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was, you know, it was obviously uncomfortable and I didn't, I did not like it. Um, but it, was so interesting because I'd done all these things that typical, uh, you know, Western medicine has told me to do. I did every single kind of over-the-counter medication. And I remember going to my dermatologist when I was having these breakouts and saying, Hey, what do I do? And she said, well, you know, if you're telling me you don't want to do harsh medication, you're telling me you don't want to go on a third round of Accutane, I just don't know what to tell you. You know, these, these medications are just the way, the way that we heal you. I mean, there's nothing really to do. And it was, that was mind boggling. Um, You know, you know what, Carolyn, I want to, I want to take a minute here because this is so important that you are bringing this up. I'm so thankful that you're sharing your journey because I, 
have been through this in a in a different way and I think in a lighter way but my I was also on uh, antibiotics for acne, you know, and, and for me, oh, wow. it was like, it was like a win lose situation. Like I, at first it was helpful, then it was not. But one thing I do remember is going to my dermatologist and, you know, feeling very, cause you know, they had promised in a way, you know, it was weird. Like, you know, doctors say things, I think it really depends on the quality of the physician and the practitioner, but like, mm-hmm. they'll say things in this almost promising way. And I remember my dermatologist was like, by the time you're 18, you're not going to worry about this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, great. Perfect. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like waiting for the age of 18 and, and 18 hit and it was just even worse. So I know what you're talking about when it comes to when you go to a dermatologist and they don't have anything else they can tell you after certain treatments, because that's exactly what happened to me. And that's why I, you know, for me, I'm very passionate about that because, you know, we need to understand that there are limits to FDA approved um, medications for skin health, you know, there are, there are. Yeah. And, and I think too, that, you know, I, I'm not, no one sits here wishing for acne, right. You know, you no. know, no one, no one wants acne, but there's the whole thing too, of, um, you know, my, the quality of my health wasn't necessarily as much of a consideration, um, as just clearing the skin, right? Like these are very, very harsh medications being on anti, you know, even low dose antibiotics for years has an impact on your body going on. Usually it's like doxycycline, which is like a broad spectrum antibiotic. Like it's, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And, and so I think for me too, where I was at and my own conception of beauty at the time is very much focused on outputs. I want my skin to look a certain way was what I told myself. I want to, you know, everything I see in the magazines looks like clear skin. I'm, I was you know, pretty much one of the only people in my class at the time going through this. I said, I just want, you know, I just want this gone. Um, yeah. And how it affected my body. I wasn't as what as, as tuned into, but when I started having those conversations, when I was turning 25, my acne got really bad. My doctors were basically telling me to do the same things over and over again. And that just sounded so crazy to me at that point. You know, they say, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, uh, same thing twice and expecting Mm -hmm. a different result. Um, Mm -hmm. so I decided to try something different and I actually, um, I started, uh, I started reading more um, on Ayurveda and skincare, and this is this is about 2015 at the time. So um, okay. I was doing a lot of different research on it, and I found this book. Uh, it's called Absolute Beauty by the founder of Pradima Skincare, and mm. it's it's amazing. Um, but it was the first time reading that book that I understood what was really going on. This is the first time that I was hearing that your skin health, your external health, your vibrance is a reflection of your internal health. And that my acne was my body's way of telling me that I had internal imbalances that I had to fix. And that, that really clicked. I was like, Oh wait, this is actually, you know, there's nothing wrong with me. My body is performing the way it's supposed to. And it's trying to tell me that there are things about my health that I need to fix. And maybe I need to retool my own definition of beauty to focus yeah. on optimal health and quality of life rather than just a set output. Uh, and that really sparked a curiosity and interest in holistic medicine after that. 
I love that. And I love that. Well, I don't love that you had to go through so much to get to that point of like self-realization, but I love that you have, you know, you have that and you're now in a place where you can sit here and and talk to me and and tell people that, you know what, it's not one size fits all. It's not going to be that way. And that's, you know, that's something that I think, I, I don't know why we have such a, like a, you know, a resistance against that idea when it comes to clinical medicine. I really wish I could answer that question for a lot of my colleagues on behalf of them, because I don't get it. You know, it is not a one size fits all at all with skin health. You know, you have to, Mm -hmm. and this again goes back to like, you know, why I'm, I'm such a huge advocate for, Hey, you know, you want to start a skincare line that's rooted in something that's actually working for you. Go for it. You know, because there might be that one person out there that it's working for too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. And, and everyone's, I, I think there's so much, you know, one of my best friends from college, um, she and I are like polar opposites and use very different ends of our brain, but she, um, she is actually getting her PhD in uh, bio and computer science and is very much interested in like uh, sequencing, um, sequencing, you know, DNA and, and, but it has been really interested in gut bacteria actually. And what she's talked about too. I mean, we've had conversations about this and she's like, we are just scratching the surface on understanding the microbiome. We know so little about this. And, um, it's, it's so interesting because it touches virtually every aspect of health. And I'm, I am by no means an expert, but, uh, but even just when you, when you speak to, how every person responds differently to different things. Yeah. It's really fascinating when you think about it because every person has a, has different gut flora, has yeah. different things going on inside and they're just going to respond differently to, to, you know, anything like some people love keto diets or some people love completely grain-free diets. Some people, you know, like I personally love having primarily plant-based whole grain diet. Uh, everyone reacts differently to different things. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think that's so interesting about your friend because, um, you know, I think I've mentioned this before on my podcast, but my father is one of the, in, in my mind, one of the first scientists that I knew of, you know, growing up that was working on the microbiome and he was, um, starting to heavily look at the gut microbiome. And I remember being younger and still in college at the time. And he would tell me things like, he's like, you know, your, your microbiome is like a fingerprint, right? Do you know that? I'm like, yeah. no. And he was like, yeah, everyone's microbiome is that different that it's like a fingerprint and we're going to eventually get to the point. And I remember him saying this many, many years ago. He was like, we're going to get to a point in biology and microbiology where we're going to start identifying people through their actual, you know, microbiota. And, wow. you know, that's going to be, yeah. And I was like, looking at him, I'm like, dad, this looks super sci-fi right now. I don't know where <laughs> we're going with this, you know, but I mean, it was, it was a very, very interesting conversation. And I remember like, you know, listening to him talk about that. And now look at, look at where we are with this. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. he was going in the right direction. I agree with you that, you know, we have to look at gut health in a way that is a lot more, you know, you have to look at it more under the microscope, you know, no pun intended, but like we really do because it's really supposed to be the, it's this gut, everything access, right? Like, I mean, your gut can be leaky and you don't even know about it. Your gut can be, you know, 
damaged in some way and you don't even know about it till it gets really bad it's one of the few organs of our body that like until it goes really haywire that's when we end up going to the doctor and being like oh my god what's wrong with me you know what I mean so that's why it's I think even more important to add on to what you were saying about you know like really kind of figuring out what fits you and what is the best diet for you and that kind of stuff so I I I like that you mentioned that oh no 100% and um and that was, you know, realizing too, I mean, so I, again, I'm, I'm not an expert in Ayurveda, but, uh, but they have the, they have, uh, they have different approaches in different medicine based on what type, uh, you know, what kind of classification your body has, you know, if you're Pitta, um, and, uh, but it's that same kind of principle that you're, everyone's different and everyone's makeup is different. People are going to react to different things or tolerate different things to, uh, in a different way. And, and that was really interesting. And that kind of idea that, okay, you know, maybe, hmm, maybe I need, maybe this, this typical, uh, this typical approach, this Western approach to skincare is not really doing it for me. Maybe I need something a little more specialized. Maybe I need to go into the plant world more yeah, and yeah. look more deeply at this and, um, I had a friend who actually started a holistic medicine startup company, uh, really cool. Uh, Tara, Tara started, uh, Rupa health and connected me with a local, um, naturopath. Who's awesome. Um, worked with her for years in the SFB area. And, um, she and I started getting into my health and it was so interesting. So much of, um, so much of what, you know, ended up healing me was very much, um, you know, gut health, hormones, but also just different imbalances that I had in, uh, in my vitamin levels. Uh, but we started treating these things with plant medicine. Um, we started treating these with, and what I mean by that is, um, we took very, very customized looks at my individual, you know, gut flora, and then started using, um, herbs, botanicals, acids, different mushroom powders, that, uh, were particularly catered to me and my health and started on this path of healing that way. And it took, it took quite a long time. Um, I started noticing my gut feeling better and my digestion feeling better was probably the first thing. My skin started feeling better, uh, over about the six months after that. And it really taught me just how many solutions there are to things that we maybe see as one trick ponies, right? Like there are so many different ways to uh, optimize your health, to op- get better skin, to get better, uh, to get relieve <laughs> relieve stress, to um, make yourself uh, have a higher quality of life. And it really got me interested in plant medicine, particularly in herbal medicine. Um, and I, at the time, this is uh, this is my connection to how the heck I went from there to starting a company that makes a vegan collagen alternative. <laughs> At the time, I, um, I'd actually started a blog. So Copinico used to be the handle of my blog. And I sort of started this when I was very frustrated about skincare, about my skin. And I was documenting yeah. a lot of what was going on. And, um, I was being sent a lot of collagen at the time and I'd, I'd certainly seen it pop up all over the place. And I'm always someone who's, um, you know, has gone in and out of being 100% vegan, but always has been very interested in plant-based solutions and in my lifestyle and in just what I choose to work on. Um, and I was like, huh, this is so cool. Plants, 
are, you know, I was talking to my doctor about all the different things that plant medicine can do and help people heal on. I was like, wow, this collagen thing is something that, uh, you know, is huge. It's omnipresent, but man, it's made of, you know, typical collagen supplements are made of cowhides, fish skins, or eggshells, like ground up animal parts most often. And I really don't think most people know that. And, uh, you know, there must be a better, there must be a better way and a different way that we can maybe use the tools that herbal medicine and plant medicine have given us to approach this in a more sustainable way that can help give the same benefits, except be entirely plant-based. And and that kind of curiosity started me on this, on this path. Wow. That's, I really find that to be so interesting what you just said. I mean, I know that, you know, there's a lot of collagen products out there, but you know, people really don't talk about that. You know, they really don't talk, discuss like the origins and, and there's not a lot of transparency. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. You know, I want to know, though, is that like, you know, when you were really coming out with the line, like what were, you know, some of the hallmarks, I guess, like, you know, what was the first product that you came out with? Was it the collagen or I mean, you know, how did you how did you approach the line as a whole? Like in terms of like what you what you thought people really needed? Mm hmm. So it was a bit of an evolution. And I'll tell you too, I, um, you asked me earlier about kind of how I came to start a small business. Um, my parents had a small business when I was very young. They had a spice company in the SF Bay Area. There are pictures of me helping them to do inventory as a baby in spice racks oh. on the weekends. And yeah, uh, and I used to help them, you know, when I was in middle school and high school on weekends. And that always got me really interested in, in ingredients, in sourcing. Um, I was actually a history major in addition to business in college. Um, and I've always been very interested in investigating different things and really loved the creative side, um, but always loved details too. So what, how I started um, figuring out, okay, like I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to figure out number one, if it's even possible to do a vegan collagen alternative, but number two, how, what I would make my first product be. Um, yeah. This started, so I launched Copinico on February 9th, 2020. Um, great timing right before a pandemic. Um, but uh, um, I had the idea for it um, in mid 2019. And I started first by mapping out what was out there. Um, I'm, I was considering doing a number of different things. I wasn't sure if I wanted this to be more of a coconut drink powder, more of like something you could put in cold water or a pill, you know, would it be just the plain botanicals, like a pill that you could take with you somewhere? I wasn't sure if it would be, um, only focused on collagen or if I would do things like, uh, detox blends. Um, I, I tried all sorts of things. I started playing around with, uh, charcoal lattes that were quite disgusting that I brought to weddings and had people try and, <laughs> and figured out soon that that was not going to be a thing. But no, so I basically, um, I actually started working pretty early on with um, a variety of herbalists and I'm I'm constantly retweaking um, my formulas as well. But I started working with herbalists um, because I am not one and I have a great respect for um, herbalists and uh, their profession and their (laughs) certifications and knowledge of of these ingredients. But I started... um, working with a few different people to figure out 
different plant botanicals that can help give you similar skin moisturization, hair strengthening, um, moisture retention uh, as well, properties and increased collagen properties um, through vitamins and amino acids, uh, but with plants. So give you the same, you know, same benefits of animal-based collagen products, except be plant-based and collagen boosting. Um, and how I've worked is I've always been very conscious of, um, uh, you know, having, having, having a set pulse on what's going on in my formulas and in, in my own company. Um, and I, by the way, Copinico is an entirely bootstrapped company, so I haven't done anything with venture capital or anything. So I've always been very, um, very, very careful with things, but yeah. I really wanted this to be something that was put together with such incredible thought and care. And so this is why I worked directly with Herbalist instead of just sending it out to some lab where I don't even know where it is um, somewhere and saying, okay, just send, give me a formula. You know, I never wanted to do anything like that. Um, So uh, how I worked is I would try to, I would figure out, I would, you know, work with them to figure out, okay, like there are 20 different kinds of plant botanicals, you know, that might, that might have similar things out there. Like what, what goes well together or how much dose, how should it be dosed? I would kind of play around and test different combinations in my kitchen. And one thing I noticed pretty quickly is, um, these things can taste pretty bad. Like we love plant botanicals, but oftentimes they taste like dirt, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of these things, yeah, they can be pretty bitter. Um, and for me, this was something in my background with my parents' spice business, but also through my love of cooking and, and my blog, my wellness blog, I've always shared recipes. I've always found that I think changes and just uh, healthier alternatives and different plant-based alternatives are a little better when they're fun and they taste really good and they're easy. So I wanted something that was going to give you this great punch of super powered plant botanicals that are really the best of mother nature, but be in a form that's convenient for you and tastes really good. And so, you know, I was thinking about, all right, I have this collagen boost blend. And then how do I fit into people's routines? Ah, I know morning matcha lattes, uh, coffee creamers, hot cocos. And so the, I launched Copinico with just, um, very, very simple with just an original blend that was unsweetened, a cacao calm. That was our collagen boost with, uh, hot cacao, our cacao and coconut milk and ashwagandha root extract. And then, uh, a matcha. And we've since added a vanilla and, um, have added single serves as well. And we have more things coming for 2022, which I can't share about yet. That's awesome. No, I love that. And I love that you really thought about the, um, you know, the aspect of we, I mean, right now we live in a world where we mix everything. Like in my drinks, I swear mm-hmm. I have like 15 different ingredients. <laughs> what, do you, what do you use? What I'm curious. I, well, you know, I, if I make my coffee, I usually have my espresso, but then I'll put like milk in there and I might put like a little bit of honey in there. I might put like, you know, just different things that I want that day. So I might put like a little bit of like, you know, actual like cocoa powder in there. So it's like, it depends on my day and like what I'm feeling. That sounds really good. Yeah. And so like, it's just like a matter of like what time of the day it is and like what I'm feeling and what my body is really asking. And also like, I'm a huge like, like tea person and de-stress. So I really like that you have a de-stress kind of product because 
that is such a huge thing in our lives I feel like right now you know especially like how busy everybody is Mm -hmm. and I really like that you kept in mind that you know we need to be able to have um you know these kind of products be something that we can just add in to whatever it is that we are going to be consuming anyways and you know it's it's brilliant to have something that you can just add into your coffee in the morning you know there's what's easier than that you know I know for me like when the whole smoothie trend started right like in college it was so hard for me to like actually go with it because the products were like they did not taste good and two mm-hmm. you had to like really dedicate yourself to like making a smoothie with like fresh everything like I mean I remember like I had I don't even know what it was a product it was but it was like I mean it tastes terrible by itself so I had to <laughs> add in like fresh strawberries and you know blueberries and all sorts of stuff to get it to really blend it and be something that I can enjoy so I'm really glad that you mentioned that part of it because you know, even this, to this day, I think there's very few um, lines out there that are like, you know, just edible products that are good for your health, good for your skin that are, you know, easy to kind of meld into our routine. You know, that's a very huge component. So, you know, everyone listening out there, if you are anything like me, then, you, you know, this might just be the perfect line for you because, you know, for me, it's huge. And when something t- like changes the taste of like what I'm drinking too much, it's just huge turnoff. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Oh, thank you. Well, and uh, you know, you're, you're, you're making me smile because I remember uh, when I first started on my health journey too, probably a similar time as you, uh, I got a juicer and I told myself, okay, I'm going to be fresh juicing all of these things every <laughs> single morning. And I think that lasted maybe two days. And then yeah. I had my giant juicer stuck in there. Cause I was like, wait a minute, I have to clean this thing. Uh, yeah. And so, no, I mean, you know, we're busy people and we got stuff to do and, um, things have to, things do have to be convenient. Um, and just because things are convenient too, doesn't mean that they can't be wholesome and incredibly delicious and nourishing and have the most amazing ingredients as well. And I, I do just so strongly believe that things have to be easy and fun because you can't, you know, you can't force people to make changes that way. Um, no absolutely not I completely yeah. agree with you and honestly Carolyn I wish you need to come out with the the stick additions for all of this especially the vanilla one you really need to come out with the sticks because like I love that like by the way everyone listening the sticks like the, there's like matcha sticks which is like little packets of like you know um your Copina Co matcha plant-based collagen boost like you can just take that with you or like throw it in a bag and like you know it's just so convenient so like I feel like you need like this for every single one of your products may or may not be working on that at the moment (laughs) but no thank you but yeah I okay that makes me smile so much you saying that but yeah it's the best thing like I'll take I'll take the matcha blend um that's my personal kind of go-to especially when I'm traveling on a plane or I'll take the or I'll I'll bring just like a bag of the vanilla with me but the matcha stick packs I'll take me on a plane or like I always keep some in my purse um because I'll like hand them out to people like I'm trick-or-treating or something all my time but uh (laughs) but I love them because they're just they're just so easy like you just tear it open and you can have you can have this amazing latte anywhere you go and I wanted something to be really not grainy because sometimes sometimes with plant-based products and vegan products and by the way I should just tell you really quick um there's no such thing as vegan collagen so some people might be confused about that so I just want to tell people there's no such thing as vegan collagen Collagen is a protein made from our bodies. Um, People can boost it by getting it from animals, but 
our products um, and my products are vegan collagen boosting. So they help support your body's own natural collagen production instead of you getting it from outside sources. But that is very important. I'm yeah. Glad that you so I wanted, that. I was yeah. just thinking about that. So I wanted to, I wanted to tell people that because sometimes people can be confused and, you know, we never, I, I, I certainly never want to go to bed at night being misleading or anything like that. And just wanted to explain that. But um, I think it's even better though, that you've done that because honestly, from a science perspective, that makes a lot more sense, mm-hmm. you know? So well, yeah, I it, love it. Yeah. Th- no, thank you. And, and it's, uh, and I think it connects so much to, what the ethos of the brand is about. And a lot of my own experience too, is about supercharging your own health and helping your own body heal itself. And so what the products do is help support your body's own natural collagen production. So you can make more of it on your own. And it's about getting you to a place of optimal health, um, essentially. But, um, I digress. Uh, a lot of, you know, one thing that's really important when we're talking about these things is having products that people really want to eat and are easy. And one thing I noticed with a lot of, you know, when I was first uh, looking at different products out there was that so many different vegan products, be it protein powders or tokos, whatever, it can tend to be really grainy. Um, so it can be very, very chalky. And yeah. I think there's sort of this stereotype when people hear plant-based or vegan, they think it's kind of this good, it's very granola chalky thing. And yeah. so I worked very hard, um, to find something that would blend really easily and not be overpowering in any kind of scent and really complement um, whatever you're having, uh, with a product as well. Um, so actually that was one reason that uh, for anyone in New York, we actually just launched on the menu at all the juice press locations in New York and Boston and DC. Uh, and that was one reason we were able to get that contract, which was really awesome, was because we blended so easily in smoothies and lattes. Yeah, no, I'm, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's kind of you. I, I, we're really excited. Yeah. Wow. That's such a great accomplishment. And I'm so happy to hear that because yeah, I mean, honestly, it's very, very hard, you know, and I'm really, really glad you said this to find products like this that don't feel grainy and they don't feel like you're drinking literally like sand or like something ground up that's you know mm-hmm. very obvious you know what I mean like it's very I, like I've had my my run of you know products that are vegan or plant-based especially with like um you know uh not not collagen based but like uh, protein like plant-based mm. protein is like very very difficult sometimes to like really kind of get behind and you know that kind of stuff so I I, I know and and I think that that's that's phenomenal I'm so glad that you, you know you guys are really teaming up and and kind of spreading out because you know like I said the vanilla I love it because you know it's really great for like um those of us who you know if you're at work or if you like me if you work at a hospital and you, there's black coffee available but there's no creamers half the time mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you can just pull it out of your bag and you just mix it in and it's, it's perfect. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful product. And so, you know, I, I just think that Thank you. we need, we need access. No, it's true. We need accessibility to these. And that's why I mentioned, I would love to see the sticks made for these, all of your products, because they're just very, very, um, you know, high quality products. And that's very lacking in this space, you know, when it comes to edible things and, and, you know, edible options for better, you know, gut, skin, nail, hair, health, all of that, you know? 
Thank you. Well, and I, the vanilla is the vanilla is like the most popular flavor because it's it's so dreamy. So I really love that you have discovered it and use it. That makes me feel so wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I um, know absolutely. Um, so I want to actually ask you. So you know, when we are like, for example, how often can we use the um the products? Like, is there some something like you know, like a limit? Like you shouldn't go over like three times a day, you know, or anything like that. Or is it just kind of like no, you can use it as much as you want? So you can have it. That's a wonderful question. And we actually, to answer that, I've worked, you know, asked all of the herbalists that we worked with and what they, you know, the professionals have told us is that, so everybody's different, right? Like everybody is going to react to plant botanicals in a different way. That being said, um, I have the products about three times a day. I have the matcha in the morning and then I'll have normally the vanilla with some kind of latte during the day. And then I'll have the, the cacao calm in the evening. Um, for best results, we do suggest having it once or twice a day um, and waiting a few weeks uh, and maintaining that for a few weeks to see optimal results. Okay, perfect. Okay, so there's no like, I mean, that's why I asked because in terms of like, you know, nutritional, um, you know, like, I guess not value, but like you, people can overdo things. So there's no really, you really can't overdo it, right? I mean, it's, no. it's like- yeah. No, some, pe- some people, I, I think, I think you have to follow how you feel too. Cause again, people respond differently to different things. Um, yeah. so for me, for example, for people who try the cake, like let's take the cacao calm. Um, so it's called cacao calm because it has our organic ashwagandha root extract. And we actually use one of the highest, um, the highest rated and most researched ashwagandha root extract extracts out there. KSM 66 ashwagandha, um, and it's incredibly potent, um, but we blended it in there. So it still tastes wonderful. But the point is, um, it is in there to help give you that stress support and calm. People who are trying it for the first time, the product say, oh my gosh, this, this hit me so fast. You know, I, I had one, I had, I had one glass and I am so chill and calm right away. Um, (laughs) and for me, yeah, you know, and you're like, okay, welcome to ashwagandha. Like it's going to be your friend. Um, and for me as someone who has it every single night, um, I don't necessarily, I don't feel that, that kind of, um, I've, I've built, I've built up to it a little bit. So I don't feel that same kind of instant zap. It takes me a little while. And I also just I have it every single day. So it's in my system and it does give me those benefits um, throughout the day to help maintain a healthy relationship with stress, um, yeah. which running a business, you know, everyone can use ashwagandha. Uh, and so, but people are going to react differently to different things. You know, we don't use maca in our products, but I can tell you that maca, for example, is one, one, um, one botanical as well that, you know, some people have, uh, a quarter teaspoon and they'll have, uh, racing in their heart, you know, versus some people have it and they're totally fine. So we use things in general, like tried to stay away from things like maca that can make people feel weird. Um, our botanicals are, so the botanicals that help boost collagen production are, um, organic tremella mushroom extract, which has been used for centuries in Eastern medicine to help support skin moisturization. We use organic amla berry powder. Um, we use uh, bamboo leaf extract, which is one of the highest sources of silica in nature. And then we also use hyaluronic acid that's vegan. 
Mm. and, um, and it's food grade as well. So you can consume it. And what that does is really help to pull point. It's like a, it's like a sponge for your skin again, really helps to pull moisture into your skin as well. And there are high amounts of vitamin C within omelet berry powder that also help to support collagen. Um, but all these all these botanicals, what we found too, and this is what was helpful working with herbalists. These are things that people, um, that people tend to have great experiences with. And that, you know, it's not like something like having maca powder in there where it might affect some people in really strange ways. Um, people, uh, people just report having wonderful skin, uh, after they regularly consume these. I love that. No, I love that. And, you know, honestly, the most important part of this for me, uh, Carolyn, is is that I grew up with, you know, like, especially with like, when it comes to like Ayurveda and like Eastern philosophy, when it comes to herbs, you know, I grew up with a grandmother who lived in a village and we, you know, she had her own land and I learned, yeah. And I remember like, you know, um, to this day, my mom talks about things like amla and neem and, um, you know, like obviously turmeric and, and uh, there's so many like herbs and spices that are used in like, for example, Indian culture that are very, very, very naturally beneficial. So I really appreciate the fact that you've done your homework and you've really you know, dove deep into this, this world of Ayurveda and you've, you've pulled out the things that are probably the mo- the safest for us to be consuming. You know what I mean? Because the thing is like, you know, a lot of times people don't know what the right combination of things is. That's another thing, you know, they don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I, they think of Ayurveda as this like area, I think of like, um, wh- whether you want to call it medicine or like, you know, resources that you can just like throw everything together and it's going to work. Mm. No, you have, you have to be very yeah. careful. And that's exactly what you've done is like really pick out the things that work and that are, like you said, you know, most like beneficial and al- also most likely to help and benefit the, you know, the largest population that comes and, you know, purchases your brand. So I really, re- I appreciate that, you know, being from, from the culture that these things come from I appreciate that and I and I'm so glad that you have done so much homework and so much you know studying in this area before you just came up with a brand because I know there's a lot of people out there that are they read about Ayurveda or they read about eastern medicine or they you know some herbs and they're like oh my gosh I have to start a line you know (laughs) (laughs) it's like they jump on a bandwagon and that's exactly what you know we don't need more of also i just want to mention you know for everyone listening this is a actual actually a brilliant approach that carolyn has taken because a lot of the products that we see out there like for example i had mentioned protein powder earlier like you know vegan protein powder or like you know collagen those are actually very large molecules on their own and they can have the potential of like, you know, downstream effects on your kidney. So like the fact that you're not using collagen and you're not using like large proteins like that is really actually very good. You know, in terms of just like using something that's over the counter and using something that's, uh, they're more building blocks than anything. That's a very, very good approach. So I'm glad that you did that. See, this is why I love talking to you. I love that you know these things. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, no, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's a really different. So let's kind of, uh, I, I want to revisit just how these are different or like how vegan collagen supports work differently. Um, and, you know, I don't knock any, any, you know, person taking collagen products or any kind of brand out there, but, um, but it's just a different approach. Um, so as you're mentioning, if you're taking a typical collagen supplement, um, 
those are peptides. Um, those are like proteins. Um, it's a complete protein that, which call a collagen is a complete protein that our bodies synthesize. Um, also other animals synthesize it too. The reason people might take uh, any kind of collagen boost or collagen supplement out there is that our bodies make less of this amazing protein over time, typically yeah. around the age of 25. And it's incredibly important for, uh, for our nail health, our hair health, our skin, that bounciness in our skin. I heard the comparison of, uh, and I thought this was such a great, um, a great way to describe it. Think of the collagen under your skin as a rope. We want to keep yeah. that rope tight and taut, and we want to, uh, shy away from anything that is going to make that rope fray. Things like, um, stress, <laughs> uh, lack of sleep, um, inflammation, those things can definitely make, uh, that rope fray more and make your collagen levels go down. Yeah. So, uh, how, and how typical collagen supplements work are that in order to boost your body's overall level of collagen, uh, the theory is that you would ingest, um, you would ingest these finished proteins. They go, um, into your bloodstream and that your body absorbs it that way. And that you get uh, increased collagen. Um, and we just go about it in a different way because it's pretty awesome and a great, a great thing to get plant-based alternatives. So how our products work and just how the vegan collagen boosts work is that the plant botanicals have, um, amino acids and vitamins that through research and historical use, um, have been shown to help support your body's own natural collagen production, as well as, more vibrant hair, uh, healthier, moist, more moist skin, um, bouncier skin as well. And that, so you, you get the same benefits without having to consume any animal products. I love that. And, you know, I, again, you know, with the idea of, you know, building blocks such as vitamins, um, you know, these are very small molecules, you guys, you have to understand, like, from a science perspective, and even as we're discussing things like gut health, the likelihood of you absorbing these in, you know, in a, and in an efficacious manner, and in, in the right amounts that are actually going to be beneficial to your body is actually much higher than you taking some random collagen blend that's saying we have like four different types of collagen in here. Your body's not going to absorb that. Your gut's not going to absorb that. It's hard enough for your gut to absorb the essential vitamins that we need. Like, for example, you know, we all know about fat soluble versus non-fat soluble vitamins, right? Like that's already something that we have to be mindful of and how our body absorbs it. So the fact that Carolyn has like put in molecules that are going to be absorbed, they're small enough to be absorbed by your gut and without causing excess stress to your gut's mucosa that's huge that's a very very like i i personally find it to be a very novel approach i find it to be very cutting edge when it comes to the world of supplements because i'm not seeing a lot of people do that and i'm not seeing a lot of people do it through a way that is very natural and very you know like very easy and you know good for your your body your body rejects things that are like you know when it comes to like we're talking about other animals right the products that are derived from other animals our body has this entire immune system that rejects things that are mostly coming from like other animals and there you know it 
causes mm-hmm. more inflammation than not. And I don't think people understand that, Carolyn. Like, I, I think, like, you know, consumers think that, oh, just because it comes from a, a cow or a pig or whatever and it's ground up, our bodies will be fine. No. Like, there's this re- there's a reason why, you know, yeah. people say if you want to lose weight or if you want to glow or if you want something to be, you know, beneficial in your body, use plant-based things. Go eat more vegetables. You know what I mean? Go do that. There's a reason because vegetables and plants are more compatible with our normal biology than another animal's biology being put into it you know so like Mm -hmm. it's a huge discussion and I think that you know the fact that you've been so like I said meticulous and very very educated when you've approached your line is it's phenomenal and I commend you so much and everyone listening go check out Copina Co I I absolutely love the products I mean I've been loved since you sent them to me so thank (laughs) thank you. you Yeah. And, you know, I really mean that I, I, I'm very particular on my podcast. You know, I, I will never recommend something that I don't believe in. I really believe in what you're doing. And I think this is genuinely the best approach to take with supplements. And I, you know, I urge everybody out there, if you're very health conscious and you're somebody who really likes, you know, good, good tasting things to be able to mix into your drinks and make awesome smoothies and, you know, whatever it is, then this is the, uh, the line for you, you know, check it out. And thank you so much, Carolyn. It's been so lovely chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you, Akta. I'm, I'm I'm such a fan of your show for the longest time and it's really just such an honor to be on. And I'm a, I, I always love your custom, your, your customers, your episodes coming out. And uh, (laughs) I just thank you for your time. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. And again, like I said, you guys, everything will be linked in the concept art for this episode. And if you have any questions at all, leave them in the comments and I will definitely pass them along to Carolyn's team. And maybe we can get some answers on that. But thank you so much. And I will be back next time.